What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the hardworking happy hour. I'm Sean. <laughs> and I am Catherine. And as always, we'll be breaking down all things trades, entrepreneurship, and turning your creativity into a passion career. I almost really kept that going for a while. I was wondering how long you were going to go. I was really go. feeling yeah. it. But <laughs> happy Friday. Happy Friday. Last Friday of 75 Hard. You're right, it is. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, that's why <laughs> we're waiting to drink until yeah. you are completely ready. So, uh, but I'm going to go back to back Red Bulls today. Oh, I got okay. two Red Bulls on deck. Yeah. So how was your week? Oh, it was great. It was, yeah. it was a, it was a tying up a lot things, of tying a lot up of tying things, up yeah. loose ends kind of things, but it felt good. And we, we officially closed, not like closed, signed the contract, like closed, like, Case closed. Case closed. <laughs> yeah. On three separate jobs this week. We did. Yeah. So. Yeah. It uh it felt very good. Like a lot of closure. Yeah. And as I was saying to you earlier, it feels so weird when you like stop. The job's over. The and, job is over yeah. and then you just leave and then you're like, bye forever. So. Yeah, it is kind of weird. We, had, we did that three times this week and it was, you know, I always feel like that's a bit weird. It is a little bit weird. <laughs> um. Probably worst week ever for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but now I feel great. I hate that. Like, like the little, lifted? yeah, the yeah. little tying up things. It's always the most stressful part for yeah. me. Plus planning for another job that's starting, which we're going to Monday. Yes. But uh, the one was the, the really big job from last year. We had been waiting for a ton of other contractors to finish some things to, for us to do like, our last little punch list that is now done yep. and that is a huge relief. And we finished the job that we were working on. And then we had to go back to the last job because uh, we had some custom cushions made and a shade sale. So we had to do that. Right. Just a lot of running around. Not my favorite thing, but my favorite thing is having them totally completed and not looming over our heads. Yeah. I don't like that. Did that help when I said we closed three jobs this week? It did. Yeah. <laughs> I put it in perspective. I feel like uh, I'm still in like a whirlwind of yeah. this week. Right. Because it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a super crazy hectic. It was hectic, but not like, it yeah. was like a lot of little things, but it felt like slow. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just, I hate these parts of the project and we had, essentially had three of them, but it feels great. Yeah. Yes. They're done. Yep. Moving on. Turned out amazing too. Do one hand, of those. Hand swipe, hand clap swipe things. Yeah. And next week we start fresh. So that is very exciting. It is very, very, uh, very exciting. So uh, that's great. I yep. feel relief from that. And we got some amazing pictures yeah. from the last couple projects. So Definitely. that's always really exciting, especially yes. that big job. Like when you put that much time and effort into it, it's like that final picture. Yeah. You're working on editing like the last couple drone pictures from that, but that's when I really feel like the job's done is yeah. when we get those final pictures, they're edited and it's just like, okay, this is really cool. Yeah. We built this. There was nothing here. Now there's that there. Wow. <laughs> you know, and it looks so nice. It's so nice. So <laughs> nice. So we're happy. We're jazzed yeah. up. Yep, yep. Yep. Hopefully everyone else is jazzed up on whatever day you're listening to this. You know what we should do? What we should do? Uh, Say what we're going to talk about in this episode. Oh, that wasn't it. <laughs> that was not it. No, that was just kind of a recap. What we're <laughs> going to talk about this week is 2023. 
Uh, social media trends. Yes. What we're seeing out there. What's, what we're what, seeing? What, you know, what the internet's seeing out there. And we did some research. Yes. We did some research uh, from our own knowledge, looking deep within <laughs> our own souls. We went into our own data. But we also went without our own data. External Outs, data. External data. Internal and external data. Exactly. Collected for this episode. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's going to be really exciting because uh, everything's always changing with it. And it, it always feels like uh, the start of a new year. Mm-hmm. You always see like YouTube videos come out like the top 10 things for Instagram this year. Yes. All that kind of stuff. So uh, we did some research on it. Mm-hmm. We are going to implement some of these things into our strategy moving forward. Yes, definitely. And maybe you will find some little gems in here. Yeah. To incorporate in your own business. What do you think? Love it. Love it. Should we jump right into it? Or do you have anything else to say about this week? <sighs> Let's see. You know what? I do actually. Okay. I do. I did not update everyone on two episodes ago. I said, right. I am going to <laughs> go out to dinner tonight, do all that, and then run 11 miles on, what was last month? March. March 31st. March 31st. I didn't do it. No. I didn't. <laughs> Why are you saying it like you're not surprised? <laughs> You said I could do it, and now you're like, oh, really? I'm so surprised. Really? Is no, that how I you felt the whole time? No, I believe in you. No, I definitely... Well, I don't want to say that I'm disappointed in you, because <laughs> that feels worse. Yeah. Uh, but no, I did. I believed in you that you were going to do it. You had such a you had such a gusto about you, but um. But, but now that's you're okay. disappointed, and you don't think <laughs> I can accomplish anything. Thanks. Disappointed. No, but what are you doing now? I decided to add on, so... <laughs> Shout out to JT, John Teller. He yeah. texted me and said, uh, kind of reminded me that I didn't do an update on the 11 miles. Yeah. And he said, did you do the 11 miles? And in that moment, I said, I did not, but I'm adding them onto this month. Yeah. So this month was supposed to be like the the month you kind of like step back and just coast through because it's built up to 60 miles while uh-huh. supposed to. And then it was another month of 60 before upping it again. Okay. But now I got to do 71. Yeah. Got to do 71. And where are you now? Because we're halfway through the month. I'm only at like 20. Okay. I'm only at like 20, but uh, I'm doing a long run tomorrow. How long? What are you aiming for? Uh, Like 10 miles. Okay. So um, I feel confident. But one thing I realized, this is what I really wanted to talk about, was I'm rereading uh, Atomic Habits. Okay. So I'm doing... I want to reread that book too. It's really good. I really enjoyed it the first time, but I had listened to it like well over a year ago. So I was like, you know what? That's going to be the next book on my 50 for this year. So now I'm on number 10 and it's so good. And I think what was throwing me off, I'm so focused on the number of miles that I'm like, okay, well, I have to do 10 today. Like I need to just focus on the day. Just I'm going to go for a run. Because I enjoy running and I enjoy being a healthy person. There the miles will take care of themselves. I've been too focused on the number yep. and not the action. Not the habit. So that's what reminded me. And uh, for that, I am grateful. Kudos, Sean. Thank you so much. Great sentiment there. Love that. Thank you so much. Now we can get back into it. Unless you have something as profound or more profound than what I just said. Oh, top of that? I don't think I can. Okay. Let's not take a step backwards <laughs> and just leave it at that then. All right, well, what do we got here? All right, social media trends. Yeah. Um, the sphere of social media is ever-changing, and there's so many different facets to it. So the information that I've collected is a little bit of 
a little bit of everything and can kind of be okay. applied across the board. Um, you know, and take it with a grain of salt. You don't have to do any of these things if you don't want to. But yeah. Um, so first social media trend, edutainment. This is did already. You, did, did you stutter? What is that? <laughs> is that a word? I just made it up. Edutainment. No, I get it. Uh, education slash entertainment in one word. Um, this has already definitely been something that was already big, but, uh, I've, I've seen that it is like just a powerhouse of content. And then also I've read that they are, um, this kind of entertainment really captivates audiences Yeah, and therefore they're putting a a renewed focus. And by they, I mean the The powers that the (laughs) the algorithm or whatever, they're putting a new focus on edutainment. Okay. And I really feel like this is an interesting phenomenon because I also love watching edutainment content because yeah. it feels better than just watching some like you know silly stuff. Some like like yeah, like comedy if I if I'm like scrolling through like Theo Vaughn, it's hilarious and I love it, but it's like I'm not really getting anything out of this other than a couple giggles. But if I'm watching yeah. something that's like edutainment, I feel like I don't feel like I wasted my time watching Instagram for 30 minutes because I was like, oh yeah, I just learned something. I'll, yeah. I'll put that in the noggin, bring it out at work tomorrow, you know? Yeah. So I think that that's why people connect with it. Yeah. There are certain forms of it. Um, like my father is an avid YouTube consumer and he just watches these videos that it's just someone like, like the other day he was watching someone machine things in real time. Like it wasn't sped up. It wasn't even, the guy wasn't even talking. It was just real time. The guy was showing how to do stuff. And my dad watched it for like, hours and i think that there's a huge group of people that just watch stuff like that so yeah something about there that is something to think about isn't it yeah huh what what (laughs) i was just thinking i had an idea to um make a type of youtube video where it's just like no talking and it's just like maybe it's two hours long like instead of a 15 minute vlog it's two hours long no talking. It's just like the sounds of construction. Hmm. I don't know. I like the idea of that, but I think that we say a lot of inappropriate things that wouldn't be able to make it onto the internet. Oh, we'd have to screen it, obviously. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's not going... I mean, not that many, that many inappropriate things. Let's not, you know, cast us out to be some sort of weirdos. Well, I mean, taken out of context, I think a lot of the things that people say in general... Could be could be bad construed as inappropriate. Yeah, yeah I agree. I agree. Um, but no, I think that I do think that there's an audience for that. If we just like, like if we picked something like, just like framing a deck. Yeah, that goes. That happens pretty quickly, and we just like didn't really do any editing. I think that people would watch that. Could be cool. Could be cool. We could try it out. Yeah. Okay. So edutainment. So yeah. So if people, and I think that it depends on how you want to cater your content like edutainment is more for contractors who want to obviously educate other contractors or DIYers or you know homeowners who want to be more knowledgeable but if you just want to exist on the internet to get clients edutainment probably isn't your it's probably not your niche that's where I disagree to an extent that's where I disagree that's where our opinions diverge like a fork in the road yeah uh, because it's a great way to establish your uh, authority in the field. You know, client sees that and oh, they're sure, like, for you sure. know. I'm, I don't think it's, I don't think it's detrimental, but some people only have limited uh, bandwidth bandwidth and resources. For, for so, creating content, yeah. Yeah, so if they, 
if you want if you want to become a creator and put focus and and effort into it, then I completely agree. That's great. Yeah. But for some people, it's just like I don't have the time to do all the social media stuff. I just gotta, you know, I know I have to be on there. I gotta do something. Gotta do something. Uh, so edutainment might not be the niche for those kinds of specific. I agree. People. I agree. Okay. All right, so I was mostly just arguing agree. a little bit, just, just for like a <laughs> just little, for just for a little fun. We haven't argued in a while, and <laughs> uh, I do miss that. That's true. That's true. So one thing that I do want to add about that, okay, I do have a thought on. All right, let's is that is uh, a really good metric to track whether you are edutaining people saves. Oh, that's and interesting. Save okay. it because an edutainment is like, hmm, that's a good tip that I want to remember. Or I'm thinking like recipes or something like that. I don't think we have a lot of cooks that listen to this that are creating recipe types type of type of stuff. But could be. Could be. But I think that is a really good metric to see if you are edutaining people. That is a great point. Thank you I so much. Do appreciate that. that. That is a really good point. So because I have been seeing some stuff where it's giving little tips and it's like maybe it has a lot of information in it so it has a call to action to save it mm -hmm. and that's uh i think that fits right in with it so yeah. maybe that's something that we need to think about a little bit more yeah definitely i love that cool um okay so anything else on that or that's it for, right that. for the next topic okay. oh we have more we have a couple more okay exciting number two yeah pictures are back Pictures are back. Pictures are back. I thought they were gone. Pictures were dead for a while. You mean they like a still movie? A still movie, yes. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, they were gone for a while. They All of the platforms really pushed the short form content. Even YouTube, who's like renowned for their long form content. They want people on there for long periods of time. They love long form content. They were like, you know what? Let's we dabble gotta, in We got to yeah. dabble in this. Everybody else is getting onto it. Um. But Instagram is putting a new focus on pictures because that's that was what their, I don't know, roots? That's where the roots are? That's where the roots are. There's, that's where yeah. the roots are. Um, so they're, they're still, you know, short form video is still very popular and probably isn't going anywhere. And it's just much more easy to access with like things like real feeds. And, you know, it's just right. easier to get stuck in that loop and also find new creators. Yes. Um, but they are still putting a focus back into photos, which is exciting for people like us. Who have we, a lot of photos. We pride ourselves on our finished photos. Yeah. And other photos. So I, I think that that's very exciting. I also think that's very exciting. And I think it is something that we have neglected a bit um, mm -hmm. because something that you need to think about when you're in the trenches and you are the one that's creating the content, you're the one that's building the projects, you kind of forget that a lot of people are either only seeing some of your stuff or they're a new person that's just visiting your profile because they saw one video. And, you know, depending on when you see our profile, you might scroll back through 10 pictures mm -hmm. or 10 videos and not get the idea that, wow, they build really cool stuff. Right. Because it might be a bunch of just progress stuff where you need to sprinkle that in so that, because that's a huge part of our brand. Right. And that needs to be something that people can identify like right away. Right. So I think that's great. And apparently this came from the CEO of Instagram, right? Yes. He's the one that, the that's, one that, that claims that they are back. So yes. he knows. He should know. He should know. <laughs> I, I hope he knows. I'll take his word for it for now. Cool. All right. Well, then also take our word for it. 
All right, so that's exciting. Yeah. Next. Um, now, this one. Is there any? Is there any? Uh, documentation any any word any research any analytics that say single photos or or maybe carousel what are we talking here is there any type of distinction or a preference there that is interesting and a great question thank you so much um, do appreciate i that. believe that carousels do better than than i think that they have created a platform that uh still images almost look like ads nowadays that's true and yeah. i feel like I don't know this to be true, but from my feeling of just being an avid consumer and being yeah. on social media all day, all day, it does appear that carousels do better. People like yeah. like scrolling through, and usually it's like it's like um, several photos of the same thing, or not yeah. the same thing, but like it's, it's different it's a group stages. Of, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like a grouping of things, and people like being able to like scroll through those things. So. The I pictures would, tell a story. The pictures tell a story. That's a great yeah. way to put it. Yeah. Thank you so much. Do so, appreciate that. So yeah, I would say carousels do better. Okay. Great. Just my thoughts. Yeah. Uh, your phone's ringing. So sorry about that. That's okay. I was going to just ignore it, but I'm glad you did. <laughs> I'm glad that I brought it up because uh, you got to put it on uh, do not disturb. Oh, sorry about that. That's okay. I don't usually get very many calls. Yeah. Actually, mine's not on do not disturb. So I'll probably start vibrating pretty soon here because I get a ton of spam calls every day. Who else can relate to that? Spam calls. Are they going through the Hell, roof yeah. or is it just like me? I feel they've been just out of hand recently. Yeah. It's all that I ever get. It's all I ever get. It's crazy. Anyway. Well, uh, that's exciting pictures. Pictures. I'm excited because we just captured so many new pictures. Yeah. Let's blast them out to everybody till they can't stand the sight of any <laughs> of our work anymore. What do we got Love next? That. Okay, next. This one, a little bit of a controversial topic, and I'm very excited about it. I love a good controversy. AI, artificial intelligence based content. We're talking robots? We're talking robots. We're talking robots. We're talking robots. And talking robots? They, they probably talk. Are we talk. talking talking robots? <laughs> they probably talk, yeah. Oh, wow. Um, God, AI is just terrifying and fascinating to me. And I think that obviously people are going to start, like people who do social media professionally, like they, they calendar out their posts and all this kind of stuff. And the way that AI is going to be used in this is going to be huge. And it's going okay. to be so hard to tell whether something was made by a person or a robot. And it's just... So interesting to think about. Yeah. And terrifying. Yeah. But also there's, also, there's also ways that we are able to use it. Um, like Steve, our videographer, has something called chat GPT. That's just like everyone has that. No, I, well, okay. I know that it, everyone has, yeah. has, has access to Do you not know it. what chat GPT is? It's very, uh, <laughs> no. it's been on the news. I know what it is. I'm just saying he's the one that uses it. Yeah. Okay. In in our crew of people, he's the only one that uses it. I yeah. tried, but then it told me that there was like too many people on it or something, and yeah. then I gave up pretty pretty quickly. Yeah. Um. But he can he's gone on it and will say like, give me ten ideas for content, and it just like spits out a list of things that you should do in your yeah. niche, which is so helpful for people who don't really know where to get like started, or just you know sometimes you have a brain fart and then you just you know yeah type it into this robot. The robot tells you exactly what to do. And uh, I think that, that could be really helpful for people. The robot's our new leader. Yeah. The robot calls the shots. But also, I saw a TikTok recently. <gasps> and you know, that's where... That's where all every, the all news the, is. Yeah. <laughs> all it's the, the only reputable news, news source right. these days. <laughs> um, but apparently, a website 
gave all of these different like AI robots or whatever, like $60. Did you see this? No. And they I'm said, so fascinated. you know, go and try to make as much money as you can Okay. with this $60. And, um, they were trying, this robot was trying to set up some sort of like e-commerce something. There was a captcha thing on it that to deter AI robots. So he hired somebody on TaskRabbit <laughs> to do the captcha for like the robot. And the person, the TaskRabbit person even asked the robot, are you sure you're not a robot? And he said, the robot said, no, I'm blind. That's why I can't do the captcha. What? That's so sneaky. Isn't that crazy? But if like artificial intelligence is that smart, that's like, well, and take it with a grain of salt because I did see it on TikTok. So I'm not entirely sure how true it was, but wow, it really blew my mind when I heard that. If that's, you know, it seems like the beginning of the end for these it robots. It does. It I does. Mean, for us, probably. Um, the one thing that's very interesting about that, and I definitely read this in one of my recent books was... AI, all it really is at this point is aggregating existing content yes. and deriving like modified, just basically modifying and aggregating data and content that already exists. Yes. They're not really able to create something novel yet, mm-hmm. as far as I know. Right. So that is, uh, that's like the interesting part that, you know, I think that there is still a something distinctly human that they cannot compete with, and that is coming up with new novel ideas. And creativity, I think, will be the last thing that, that they will be able to do. Yeah. Not saying they can't do it to some extent, but this just got, like, really existential yeah. all of a sudden. <laughs> Real creepy. Yeah. <Robots>. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, but hey, use it as a tool. Yeah. And one thing that is actually really cool about it, because we have been talking about starting a blog um, and trying to, like a lot of people have been saying, like you can get AI to write blogs for you. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Google somehow knows they they can like figure out whether AI has written an article or not. So they don't want that. They don't want you to do that. But I went on chat GPT and said, write me an article about whatever. I think it was like outdoor kitchens, wrote a full article. And then I was like, uh, you can provide feedback. And it's like, make it uh, a top five list. And then it's like, make it more about colors and textures. And you can keep giving it feedback and it'll modify the thing into something that's like just unbelievably specific and just unbelievable. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So, something to think about there. Yeah. Rise of the Robots. Rise of the Robots. <laughs> Pretty cool. Yeah. So, how, how can we integrate that into social media? We um, got off track talking about the end of the world. Sorry about that. All yeah. that stuff. Um, if that comes, I guess you won't need any of those tips. So, <laughs> yeah. They'll just be replaced by robots. You don't think? What? No, couldn't be. <gasps> what? Are they listening to us? Definitely. Oh, they are? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Okay. They're learning from us. They're learning from us. Oh, no. We're the resource that they are learning from. Ah, uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Um, but yeah, so w- there are tools out there like ChatGPT that you can use, um, or I can only imagine that there will be offshoots of, you know, different brands of the same thing. Yeah, there's one called like that. Jasper yeah. that does blogs. I yeah. get I get uh, ads for that all the time. Yeah. 
Creepy. Um, there's also, I even saw one that was um, like a designing software hybrid where you can design interior and exterior. Like you upload pictures of your room and then you just keep like hitting things and it'll like. <laughs> just come up with new ideas yeah. until you like it. Yeah, pretty much. Huh. Um, That's interesting. So, yeah. Huh. So like designing, maybe that's the future of that. Who knows? Yeah. Again, like you said, it takes away creativity, but a lot of design people are just looking for, you a quick know, fix. Yeah. Or yeah. like, I like this thing that I saw in architectural digest, like put this in my room and then they get yeah. that version of that. So yeah. something about there. Yeah. Um, and so offshoot of this topic, because AI is getting so, integral i guess to the internet yeah or it's becoming so strong i mean it's always been strong so i don't want to say it's becoming strong but it's getting more smarter more prevalent whatever uh more there ubiquitous an, sure more all-encompassing yes more uh sinister <laughs> or devious yes. yeah <laughs> <They're sneaky. laughs> um now more than ever seo and keywords are super important because the internet is so saturated with all of these things. AI is, you know, like I feel like Google and AI are constantly at a war with each other to like figure out like Google doesn't want AI, but then I, AI like helps Google like, you know, so. But Google's search algorithm is, is essentially AI. Yeah. So the way that you tag your content or the keywords that you put in there, um, depending on what it is, especially things like YouTube videos, mm -hmm. um, that's really going to have a renewed focus on how important those kinds of things are. You can't just like put something out into the internet and say, here you go. You have to really pay attention to how you're, hmm. how you're wording things. Interesting. Interesting. Um, it'll be interesting to see if that will be more or less important for things like video. What do you think? Like on what platform? Like what platform do you mean specifically? Any platform, any platform. But I feel like the thing right now that AI is able to do is to come up with, you know, the best performing caption or the best, right. uh, the most highly optimized SEO description you can put in a YouTube video. Like those are the things that AI is going to be able to do. So I wouldn't be surprised if maybe there is a shift away from those supposed you know, best practices in SEO. And it, it's an even more renewed focus on just things like watch time and, you know, engagement levels. Uh, How with are you going to get that if you don't have good, get, good engaging captions? Well, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just very interesting. Something it's, about. It's definitely something to think about <laughs> for sure. And also, it's just an idea. It's just an idea. It's just an idea. But, uh, hey, why don't we ask Chat GPT? <laughs> Chat yeah. GPT <laughs> we'll get to the bottom of buddy. this uh, Okay. Well, that's exciting slash terrifying. What, yeah. uh, what else do we have? Do we have more? Okay. That was it for AI. Okay. Great. Um, next, number four. Uh, LinkedIn. Yeah. Sleeper. The sleeper social media, We've I would say. We've been saying it. Yeah. We've been saying it for a while. But they are putting a new focus into creating LinkedIn creators. Because there are, I would say that there are, I mean, there is already LinkedIn, like, quote unquote, creators. They're all like yeah. recruiters who say like, oh my gosh, this person helped out this army veteran and it was beautiful. And also be kind to your employees. You know, like, yeah, it's all very vague and like just 
just like it's like weird slightly motivational yeah yeah it's like it's like the new generation of like a motivational poster that would be in a high school guidance office it's like the that new is version precisely of that. What it <laughs> that was a really wow i'm so smart yeah <laughs> thank <laughs> That's you exactly what it is yeah um but they realize why creators are important on other apps i'm sure and yeah. they want you know more engaging creators on their app so seems like if you want to yeah, be a creator <laughs> yeah. now is the time on yeah. linkedin and i feel like I don't spend that much like casual time on LinkedIn, but I think yeah. it's a great app for anything professional. Like, yeah, I used it in the past when trying to find a job. I used it recently to when we were trying to hire. I didn't find anybody that way, but it was still that's helpful how I found somebody. Resource. That's how I found Steve. That's true. That yeah. is true. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. There you go. So it's a good little sleeper app that I think that people should you know maybe pay attention to more. It is. It Especially definitely now is. as people's lives have become much more ingrained into their professional lives. Yeah, it's almost like it's hard to distinguish someone's identity from their professional life. Yeah. Such a part of their identity. Yeah. I think I'm becoming Premier Outdoor. <laughs> uh, anyway. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Um, something to think about with LinkedIn, I think, uh, we've always preached that it is such a sleeper platform, uh, especially for people that are in construction and renovation that do anything that leads to like really cool, high quality photos or content mm -hmm. or video. Uh, it's just engaging stuff that stands out on that platform. So at the very least, I think everyone should be on there and they mm -hmm. should be posting, even if it's the same content they're doing to Instagram and to, to whatever other platform, also put it on LinkedIn. But I think what you're talking about is if you can dedicate some extra time to it, creating possibly some uh, unique content for LinkedIn, which yeah. is maybe a tinge more educational on that edutainment spectrum. Yeah. Because edutainment's a spectrum. Absolutely. So more on the educational side, LinkedIn, more on the attainment side, maybe Instagram, definitely TikTok. Definitely TikTok, yeah. So something to think yeah. about there. Um, I and think that, no matter what, everyone can be a little bit more involved in LinkedIn. Be a little more LinkedIn. Yeah. Be LinkedIn to your community. Don't be linked out. LinkedIn. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, that brings up another good point. I didn't put this on my list, but I did see this a lot in my research okay. that uh, there's a new focus on social media marketers um, catering their content for each platform and telling people to not put everything yeah. on every platform, which that's how we do it. We put Same everything thing, yeah. everywhere. Um, what are your thoughts on that? I think that I was actually going to lead into that with, okay. with my, uh, with my LinkedIn talk about, how there is an opportunity for some unique content there. Yeah. I do think that the landscape is changing as each app and each platform tries to kind of mimic the other one. And then they kind of find that they need their own little niche. Yeah. You know, I think that really with the explosion of TikTok, it was kind of like everyone was trying to do TikTok stuff. Mm -hmm. And now I think they are realizing that there is space for more than one type of content. And I think you are seeing 
because we used to get, I'd say, pretty similar engagement rates across all platforms with types of content. Yeah. Now you're definitely seeing like on TikTok, our normal content isn't doing as well. And when you just scroll through other stuff, a lot of it is changing from what we have been doing on right. TikTok. So I think especially TikTok is something that we need a renewed focus on yeah. um, to create unique content for that. LinkedIn is another one where it's a different audience. They want a little bit more education. They want a little bit more insight, whether it's building related or business related. They want to feel like they learned something. So I would love to do that. Mm-hmm. I would love to do that. And we can do anything we set our minds to, but Absolutely. it will be a huge time commitment to at least getting started, figure out what is that system? Yeah. And what are those different types of content and then uh, scheduling them all? I mean, it's a lot of work just on one platform. Yeah. So I think if you can't do that, cater your content to different platforms, I think it's good to just be on them all. But if you want to enhance your visibility on each platform, I think there is an opportunity to cater your content to the individual platform. Yeah. What do you think? I think that's great. Yeah. Best practices, uh, cater, but not the worst idea to just do it if you have to. Do the same if you have to. Yeah. Okay. Love that. I mean, we have a lot of resources behind content creation and posting and all that kind of stuff. And we're still even talking about this being, it'll be be difficult for us to cater our content to each platform. So I think for most people it's going to be really difficult to even think about doing that right now. Right. So I think no matter what, it'll still be better than nothing if you just do the same content on all platforms. And for the most part, all of our platforms are growing really quickly. And we are right now doing pretty much same content on all platforms. Yes. So something about, something about there. <laughs> we don't, we do not have all the answers. We do not have all the answers, but we're going to try and figure it out. We're trying to figure out the right questions to ask. Oh, there we go. That was pretty deep. That was. Thank you so much. Love that. I appreciate that. <laughs> it just, you know, you really get those deep, really profound thoughts on your second Red Bull. Is that your second of the day or just second of now? Because did you have any earlier? It is my fourth of the day. Okay. It is my second of now. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, but these really are the small just, ones. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. These are like nothing. I wish we had someone that could get me one because I actually would like another one too. Yeah, I'll grab you one. Okay. Fill some time. Okay, Fill we'll some do, we'll do, we'll do. Okay, so the next topic is paywall content is on the rise. So paywall content. Oh, <laughs> thank you very much. You got it. Okay, so paywall just means that it is behind a wall of pay. Like you have to pay to access the content. Um, yeah. Not to be crass or crude, but I think that this started with OnlyFans have to be honest. Oh, okay. I think that it's like, <laughs> I was like, where are you going yeah. with this? I'm not sure. I don't, I mean, paywall content did not start with OnlyFans, but I think that the, the recent trend of it, I think people were so successful with OnlyFans. Other people were kind of like, you know what, what can I do? I think it's, I think it started in the same industry for the most part <laughs> online, I would say. Um, but yeah, potentially everything is behind a paywall now. Yeah. Pretty like much. even on Instagram, you can just do it through the Instagram app, like have a paywall. So yeah. Um, I think that people should get paid for things, 
you know, for putting effort into things. And I think that that's great. Yeah. Um, but it's certainly going to, going to narrow down your audience, I would say. What's your Absolutely. thoughts on it? Let, let's, let me hear your thoughts on it. I, I have so many thoughts on it, to be totally honest with you. Uh, it's, you see it on all platforms now. Like there's a subscription feature on YouTube. There's a mm -hmm. subscription feature on Instagram. Like you can set up subscriptions through everything. Um, and I think it's, it's one of those moments in internet history where nobody's really sure what's going on. Everybody's yeah. trying to figure out a way to monetize different things. And you see it with like newspapers, like, you know, New York times yeah. wants to oh, get God, you in so annoying. with Wordle. And then they're like, <laughs> check out this other game, but you can only play like three moves yeah. until you have to sign up for a game subscription. Or if you want to click on a news article that you have yeah. to be a subscriber. That's so annoying. Yeah. And it's even like a, a sponsored post on Facebook. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, this seems interesting. Click on it. It's like, yep. do you want to read this? <laughs> subscribe to the LA times for $6 <laughs> a minute. Like it's insane. And I think there, there's just such a shakeup going on around how people monetize things. Yeah. Uh, and I think that I, I see, I've seen so many people on Instagram, like this person set up subscriptions, yeah. subscribe for $5 a month. And it's like, I don't have the slightest clue what they are offering yeah. with that subscription. So I think that, there's going to be a big boom and a big bust of the subscription model yeah. because I don't think that a lot of people are putting subscription level effort into yeah. a subscription service that they're trying to sell. So I just think that a lot of people are going to lose trust in that whole model. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you just see these waves of, of different things come along and I think it, it just makes it, more and more important to have a vision, have a direction, stick with it because there's going to be all these different waves of monetization and the next thing that you need to jump on. And you just need to make sure, does that align with what you want to do? And I've always said, I don't want to charge for any of our content, like yeah. this podcast. Like I don't think that I'm qualified to charge somebody money to be their coach or their mentor or their guide through life we will give you the content for free i think we can ask some interesting questions and we can ponder them ourselves and people can ponder them along with us but i don't think that we will move towards the subscription model yeah at least anytime soon unless we are committed to putting a substantial amount of effort into something that brings real solid value to a subscriber base. Yeah. But right now I don't see that happening. And from what I can tell, I don't see a whole lot of, uh, maybe cause I'm not subscribed. I don't see, I don't see the really <laughs> good stuff, but I just don't see it sustainable at the level that it is now. Yeah. Um, at least at the level that they're trying to push it. Yeah. So something to think about. Yeah. What are your that's thoughts a great on point. it? Um, I appreciate I, that. You I, think it was a great point? I think it was a great yeah. point. Yeah. I also it's think a little that monologue. it's... You did, you did you a great so? job. You did a great job. Soliloquy? You should charge for that. <laughs> Would they call it that? A soliloquy? Maybe. Okay. Depends, I guess. But I think Not that... Not a matinee. That's just, no, that's a, just like a, that's a midday, midday showing of a... Okay. <laughs> yeah. You could have a soliloquy... Past, it's past midday. During a matinee. Sure, yeah. Okay. 
Um, something to think about. Something to think about for sure. All right, I'm done interrupting. Uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> that was funny though, wasn't it? Okay, um, yeah, no, I totally agree. Every time I see that somebody has set up a subscription feed, I'm always like, what, what is it? Like, what, yeah. what are you showing me? Like a trading card? Or yeah. Like, <laughs> what is it? What is it? Um, and then oftentimes it won't, people will set up some sort of subscription thing that is external, that is like not, that is on their own website. And it's so hard to get people to go from like one platform to another. That's, that's a big ask. Yeah. Um, and I just, I agree. I like doing the content for free and, and, and it just feels like a much more natural social connection. I do think that people deserve to be monetized yeah. or compensated. I mean, for their effort. I think that that, I think that you should, you know, come up with what way you want to be compensated. Like if you're putting all this effort into social media to get new clients, yeah, that's your compensation. You're doing it to get the clients. Yes. Um, so I think that you need to be clear with what you feel your compensation level is. Yes. But, but yeah, I just think that the, the, it does feel like they're trying to shake things up and kind of figure it out right now with all of these different features, yeah. but it just doesn't seem like they're going to last. And I haven't heard of anybody having like particular success with like an Instagram subs subscription feed, you know? Yeah. I'm sure there, there are, I, I don't know of anybody in our industry, at least that, that I've heard about. Or, yeah. or even heard buzz around like, oh, you got to subscribe to this person. Like, yeah, I know that a lot of people have set them up. And I think yeah. a lot of people are just like, I'm just going to set this up, see if anyone pays me $5 yeah. a month. And hopefully they forget about it, that yeah. it gets charged every month and I just get $5 a month. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see the evolution of that. Um, yeah. But it is. Oh, it's like those Patreon. That's the other one that I was trying to think of. Yeah. OnlyFans and Patreon. Those are the two. Yeah. Patreon is, is not like OnlyFans, it's like a. It might is it would, is it at all? I don't know. I don't know. No, Patreon is just like, um, some people will do it. Like one of the one of the YouTube channels that I follow, they have a Patreon. I don't pay for it, so I'm not entirely sure. But they tell you what you get out of the subscription. Yeah. And sometimes they'll do like meetups, and only Patreon people can come. And it's basically like that. You pay five dollars a month, and you're in their little club. You might get their video. A day earlier. A day earlier, something yeah. like that. But it is not it worth it. scandalous like OnlyFans. It's not. Well, how different. do you know? <laughs> You're not subscribed. Well, that's true. I'm not subscribed. Yeah. So I guess Check I don't know, but they don't advertise it that way. Okay. So. Interesting. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I think. Maybe we I should do that. Advertise concept. it as scandalous, but then they subscribe and it's not. Not at <laughs> it's all. It's the same stuff. <laughs> that would be interesting. That'd See be ya. Funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think that. A lot of people with things like that look at the short-sighted route yeah. when they when they try to do things like that because it definitely limits, you know, your exposure to a broader audience, and especially when people want to take you to their own site for content, it's, yeah, it's something that's really difficult to do um, unless you're super well established and you have like diehard fans already, yeah. but. Uh, Mr. Beast even talks about it. Like people have approached him to like buy his brand uh, to host it externally on MrBeast.com or whatever it is. And he's like, why would I do that when everyone is already on YouTube? Like, yeah, I have the platform to succeed right here. Why am I going to try to replicate that on my own site? You know? Yeah. So it's like, you always have to weigh these things out. And, uh, 
I think that's we're getting maybe too deep into the content creation side. Yeah. But it's it's just interesting to think about the subscription yeah. model. So something about. about. <laughs> oh, there we go. Take a shot. Uh, um. Okay. So. I have one more topic, and it's a bit of a heavy hitter. Okay. How long have we been going here? I feel like you got to stop asking that. Oh, why? <laughs> it sounds like... It doesn't make for good radio. It's, it sounds like you're trying to leave. Oh, no. Not at all. <laughs> you got somewhere to be? No. Nope. <laughs> nope. How long have we been... Uh, <laughs> since I've already brought it up, how long have we been going here? 45 minutes. We have 15 oh, minutes left. Perfect. You perfect. got time? I just wanted to make... Because I have a lot more to say is, is what, oh, okay. what I... Everyone buckle in because... This one's going to be a long one. All right. Only one more topic, but it's a heavy hitter. It is a heavy hitter. Oh, I can't wait to hear about it. And I feel like we get asked about this a lot. um, And it is like the boom of the micro influencer and paid collaborations with brands. And yeah, I feel like you see it a lot for some reason in our industry. It's like very shoe related. There's a lot of like, (laughs) yeah, Yeah, (laughs) a lot of shoe brands reaching out to people and them being like, warm shoe. I'll give you a, a code. You tell your audience about it. Yeah. Um, and from a brand's perspective, it's great marketing because it, it just makes it appear more natural. And um, what they're trying to do is create these communities of people and and make it like a cult following. Like, yeah, I only wear grunt boots. <laughs> yeah, don't give them a... Nobody will know who you're talking about. <laughs> exactly. Um, they sent me some boots a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I even said... I'm not going to post about them. <laughs> and they said, that's all right. We'll still send you a pair of boots. And if you like them, say something. If not, no worries. Mm. So after like a year, I was like, you know what? These boots weren't too bad. kind of liked them. Yeah. Did you post about them? I did a story about it. Yeah. That's nice but, of you. Yeah. Um, but for them, it's like, yeah, send out, a, a, even if they're like $150 boots, like sending those out to like, if I was in their shoes, in their boots, <laughs> I would send out as many pairs as I possibly could. Right. Like that is the best money you could ever spend just giving away free boots yeah. to people to, to post about it. I think that's just so obvious yeah. to do. And so. from the, for their perspective, if, if influencer, if micro influencer one who has 40,000 followers and the next one that has 13,000 followers and the next one who has 50,000 followers, one, you know, people, people are consuming all three of those people's content and they're like, Oh, they all wear grunt boots. I have to go buy my own grunt boots. <laughs> yeah. If we even knew what those were, cause you're <laughs> for some reason being really deceiving about it. It's brunt. Keen also does it a lot. Yeah. So um, what, what do you, what's the root? What's the root of this boot discussion here that we need to, that we need to get at? It's I want some free boots. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it's it, it's a bit of a wild west feeling. Like people are creating content. Some people are growing their audience, and they're like, yeah. I don't know. I heard this person's getting this for free. I heard that person's. Yes. Get, why aren't I getting that? Right. What's going on with? And also, like, yeah. where, what the threshold is for when you can be like compensated for your for your content. This you in the past, it's just been like huge creators are the ones that are getting targeted for this. But now yeah. it's even they're trying to go for like more widespread rather than just like one really influential person. Yeah. The key is to get like a bunch of different little people who are, you know, so then it's like a trickle effect when people see it, yeah. they're like, Oh, that guy and that guy and that lady and that lady, they're all using the same product. I should use it too. Yeah. 
um, which is great. Yeah. And people should be, you know, what a fun thing to get a pair of free boots or, yeah, you know. You had to pay for yours, or, didn't you? What? Your Keens. And yeah, I paid, still, for my own, I paid for my own shoes. And they <laughs> took a video of yours and posted it to their thing. They did, yeah. They are stealing your name and image and likeness. <laughs> they did ask That's me fraud. if they could. They asked me you should have said, could. no, send me a rebate for these boots I bought. Yeah. should have done that. I do, well, here's the thing. I bet you can I reach out those, and get, well, you can get a pair now. So you've reposted no, my I, stuff. No, I mean, Give no, because me I, I don't have a following. I'm a nobody. I'm not even a micro influencer. I'm a little nobody. You're a nano influencer. I just liked those boots, so I bought them on my own, and that's you know, I like doing that. Yeah, just, that makes sense. I liked it on my own. Okay. Um, but anyway, very off topic. Uh, but that isn't that's like the new thing. People with with somewhat big followings are being sought after, sought sought out, sought out, sought after, sought after, after sought. <laughs> they bring after sought yeah. for these kinds of collaborations. And um, that's great, but it's also creating a whole bunch of content. That's just basically ads. Yeah. Which kind of sucks. It does. And it doesn't. And there's also a lot of people that are like, when do I get paid? Someone pay me. Yeah. Pay me to do this. Right. Um, I think that they're, there's just a lot of different facets to creating content online and growing an audience and what you want to get out of it. Um, if you are going to invest heavily into your business around the goal of growing an audience and creating content, then part of your business plan needs to be how does that get compensated for? Uh, because you're spending time and resources on creating this content and growing an audience that is like your asset. You are now essentially in some form a marketing company. You know, it's the same as a trade magazine. It's like, well, this trade magazine gets mailed out to all these people. Well, all those people follow us online and watch our stuff, you know, willingly. They want mm -hmm. to watch it. They seek out what we post and, and that has a lot of value in it. But I think that if you are somebody that's just creating content, like you said, to gain clients, to gain some exposure, maybe just to be a part of the community of other tradespeople online. You, you can't really like just for posting stuff and like tagging people think that you are entitled to something from them. Like right. if you think that you have an asset that's valuable to anybody, a sponsor, a partner, whatever it is, it's your job to sell that to somebody and say, this is, right. this is what I have. It's not just, um, present it beforehand, present it beforehand. <laughs> and also it's, you know, just because you have a certain number of followers or views, there's different levels of value to that. Right. So if you are somebody that's just like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do a, a partnership for this thing. And then I'm going to talk about these boots and you know, this, uh, whatever, jacket, whatever it is, you start diluting your message to that extent, then your value is going to be decreased. So I think if you want to go that route, and if you want to just like you have fun creating content, you're getting the benefits of new clients out of it. You're part of this cool community. You're learning from other people and you're getting free tools every once in a while. Or you're getting free boots. Like that's awesome for a lot of people that yeah. 
you know, this is really just like a hobby and it has all these ancillary benefits, but you can't like, just because you're doing that, think that, okay, now these companies or whatever owe me something you're creating it on your own accord. And if it is part of your business model to create content and invest in that infrastructure to do so, you need to have like a business plan. You can't just say, look at my followers. Like that doesn't matter as much because a brand can buy ads. They can buy impressions. So if you are representing every brand on their son and you're saying, these boots are cool. I got this saw. I love it. I have this nailer. Wow. Look at it. This screwdriver is the best. That word that you're saying, like that impression that they are getting out of you to your audience is worth a lot less than somebody that only talks about the stuff that they really, really believe in. So that's how you need to position yourself in that if you want to go down that route to any extent. Right. But if you're just creating content and you're having fun doing it and you're getting free tool here, uh, you know, whatever, that's awesome. Yeah. So that's my thoughts on it. Great thoughts. Thank you so much. (laughs) Um. I really feel like this Red Bull is making me sharp. Yeah. You're, you have gone on a couple tears. Thank you so Pretty much. <laughs> I take that as the highest compliment. <laughs> it's my life's goal to just go on constant tears. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think that, that summed it up pretty good. Uh, Thank you. There's going to be a boom in micro influencers. And it's a gold rush. Yeah. It is kind of like the wild, wild west of people just kind it of absolutely everybody's is, yeah. figuring it out and when to be paid at what thresholds and and who deserves yeah compensation or product or even a second look so yeah yeah interesting stuff there something to think about something to definitely think about there Catherine so um, yeah. we'll leave it at that okay um well last week i had a secret question do you, you my friend have a secret question i absolutely do okay because i am so <laughs> sharp yeah i am like a razor's edge <laughs> in my mind I right expect now that you did not come prepared and you're just thinking of one right off the top of your head right now absolutely not this sharpness uh, well i could because my brain is <laughs> so sharp like a machete uh okay my question for you. Yeah. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. Are you ready for this question? I'm ready. Okay. Catherine, the question I have for you. <laughs> yes, I am ready. I have thoroughly thought out beforehand and had yes. planned for you. Are you ready for it? I'm now I'm ready. Yes. Okay. No, perfect. Ready. Perfect. Ready okay. Yes. Do you have, uh, like, what is your dream life property homestead do you have an idea around that like where in your wildest dreams would you like to live like i'm thinking you know is it uh i have something in my head so that's okay. where this is coming from like as do you want to answer it first so i have an idea of like what you what you mean sure okay go ahead. yeah because it is a little bit vague so <laughs> i picture uh my dream homestead abode is Good bit of land. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking minimum five acres. Okay. Five to ten would be would be probably ideal. Yeah. Um, partially wooded, so it's somewhat private. Not too far away from civilization. Um, Do you have a location in mind? Uh, general. Not too far from here. 
Okay. So it's not too far from family. Okay. Uh, five to 10 acres. Custom home. Built custom. and designed. New build. By yours truly. Oh, that's yeah. fun. Maybe not built. No, designed by me. Designed <laughs> by me. Have somebody else build it. And Anthony. then, <laughs> well, now we need Aunt to be building decks and patios for us. I'll get somebody else to do it. Okay. Uh, huge pole barn. You are stuck on the pole barn. I thing. love the idea of a pole barn. Um, okay. And it's half shop, half cool hangout spot. You know, maybe there's some sort of like RV that's also in there. You know, like <laughs> RV. A, yeah, like a motor coach, like a big one. Um, to use or it just stays in there? Like to use, but it would probably mostly just stay there. It seems like a hassle to drive that thing around, <laughs> get it into a tight little campground. Nah, no thanks. But, uh, you know, and have that kind of separate from the house a good bit. That's where some of the wooded area would come in. So, like, you can have one of those, like, ATV, like, gators yeah. to drive back and forth to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's, okay. That's my... That's your ideal homestead. That's my ideal homestead. My, okay. My dream, dreamscape. Okay. What do you got? You got anything for that? Yeah. So I talk to Pat about this all the time because mm-hmm. I feel like I am a person who could adapt to many different environments. Like I love this idea of me list, like living in New York City, having this cool flat that's like just like industrial, like, like and going to all these hip restaurants and stuff. But then also I would be perfectly happy like living on a farm, probably more so. Yeah. Um, so I feel like I could adapt to a lot of different scenarios and I think it would be really fun. Mm-hmm. But if I'm talking like overall, I'd probably want to live on the Chesapeake Bay on a waterfront Ooh. property so I can something in the southern part of the bay where I, it's like deep enough to use a boat that I would want to use. Okay. And yeah, so I could like have my boat, my current sailboat or something cooler on my dock on my property to use whenever I wanted. Um, don't really care about the house that much. I'd want it to be old and not new. Okay. Something like a hundred years old. Something that's like okay, like fixer upper a little bit. Yeah, something that's always going to need like a couple of jobs to keep us little like, project. Yeah, keep us busy doing projects. And I just love old houses. I think they have a lot of character and something really like open, huge windows, lots of light. I envision like a nice summer, like sitting on the porch. But all the windows of the house are open, and the and the Maybe curtains lemonade. are like slightly blowing in the wind. I have a nice picture of that. We're talking a rocking chair situation. Definitely a rocking okay. chair situation. Okay. Definitely lemonade or iced um, tea. Maybe like an Arnold Palmer. Those a are pretty bit of both. Good. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm sitting on my rocker, looking out over the bay, and my boat's right there. Uh, oh. But it's also a farm. I have plenty of farm animals, and they're okay. all rescues. Okay. So part of your dream homestead ideal lifestyle would be not working here because you'd be pretty far away. I'd be pretty far away. You'd this be is, far this away. might That'd be a bit of a commute. This might be after I'm retired. Okay. But that would be a nice if spot I could, to spend out the rest of your days. If I could keep this job somehow and then also be there, that would be that would be that would ideal. be ideal. Yeah. Because hmm. I would I could replicate this on the Delaware River, but it would be like slightly less desirable. So Chesapeake yeah. Bay is just where it's at. I love the Chesapeake Bay. I don't know if I've ever seen the Chesapeake Bay. Ugh, you gotta go. It's delightful. I'm pretty sure I have. You have, because you stay you and Sarah went to that um that resort thing that Pat and I went to. Yeah. That was on the Chesapeake Bay. Very nice. Yeah. Very beautiful. The bay is be- there's lots yeah. of different areas, but it's, it's I've actually been over the Chesapeake delightful. Bay Bridge, so there you go. <laughs> definitely seen it. <laughs> well, uh that's very interesting. Yeah. It's very interesting. Sounds like we've both uh have a pretty solid picture in our mind of yeah. uh this I'm gonna get that pole barn. 
You are going to get that pole barn. I believe in you because you talk about it I've a lot. I've talked about the pole barn a lot. <laughs> so uh, something to think about there. But I guess that's it for this week. I hope yeah. everybody enjoyed it. And, well, I uh, think before we sign off, yeah, next week will be the end of my my 75 hard i can drink next week yeah so i think next week episode will be some sort of turnt episode where we okay. maybe do a q a turnt again or something something fun i i love that idea okay. um i also had another idea what? which is we should do an episode where we split like a 16 pack of red bulls and we oh get like God. super jacked <laughs> up and we're just like freaking out by the end that sounds like kidney stone city We'll find out. It'll be great. All right. Well, okay. Uh, also, if you do have a chance, uh, please give us a five star rating and yeah. uh, share it with your friends. Definitely. And uh, hit subscribe or whatever. If you can <laughs> all do those that. things. Yeah. yeah, all those things. So, well, till next time, this has been the hardworking happy hour. See you next week. <laughs>